Welcome to the Popcorn Talk Network. For the online broadcast network that features movie discussion, news, and interviews, press one. Popcorn Talk. We talk movies. From the Popcorn Talk Network, the online broadcast network for movie talk, this is Otaku Movie Anatomy. Breaking down and reviewing some of the best and worst in the animated film genre. Is its power level over 9,000? Or is it just another Yamcha? Find out now on Otaku Movie Anatomy! Oh, here's the music. Yep, that means we're live. <laughs> yes. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Otaku Movie Anatomy. I am your temporary host, Indeed. Emma Fife. Here I am. steal our jobs away. I know, I know. I, uh, I, somehow they're, they're letting me uh, be in charge of this one. So. I'm very tired. I approve. I like it. I approve. I approve as well. Yes. Yeah. And I am joined by a uh, fabulous panel of additional hosts today. Max Song. Hello. Where can we find you on the internet, Max? Uh, at Super Attack U. Super Attack with you at the end. I'm also bringing sweater vests back. Yeah, that's yes. what I'm, I'm yeah. really appreciating this, this style. This style. I bring it back. Uh, speaking of style, at the end of the table, we have Jonathan Meza. Of course, in my usual Deadpool yes. attire. You can always, yes. uh, always in Deadpool. You can find me at, uh, at KaibaCat, K A I B A C A T, and on all of the Instagram, Twitters, all that stuff. Yes, Kaiba and Kat. we have a fabulous guest star joining us today. Fabulous. I feel like I'm, I'm overusing the word fabulous, but it doesn't matter. Here. We have Lauren Landa on the show Hi. this yeah. evening to talk Hello, about to, to talk about the first two uh, Puella Magi Madoka Magica. Yes, yes. got it. Wow. Wow. You did it. No, I can't. Ooh, uh, films uh, Beginnings and Eternal. And Lauren, of course, is uh, the voice of Kyoko Sakura I am. in uh, both the anime series and also in these films, which are extremely, extremely similar. Yes. Uh, so basically, we're, we're talking about the first two Madoka OVAs, which are essentially a recap of the series. Right. Okay. So they, you say a recap. This is just the better paced version of the series. <laughs> Which is, you know, I'm I have never seen the series. Okay. This was my first experience with um Really? Monica. Yes. Okay. And so it was really interesting. And um so two movies, they are over four hours long, and you said the series is six. Like it wasn't yeah. like it's like yeah. you, you didn't you, you weren't like together, dry, yeah, two, you were, you were trying to together. break it down, mm-hmm. but they're like, yeah, we'll just take out a little bit making movies. Yeah. Like, that, I mean that is that is literally what happened. Yeah. They right. literally yeah. just took out some scenes. It's mostly the same music. It's just like I, some redone voice acting. So, so I basically, because I was very curious, because it was blowing my mind how like it basically was a series, <laughs> I went back into the series right. and scrubbed through it and saw what was missing. And basically, right. it's just some family conversation. Yes. Um, there's some school stuff yep. where they just like talk about the same thing basically, but for like a whole episode. Yeah. And uh, mommy's backstory. And those are the three things that they yeah. kind of, for the most part, took out. And that's mm-hmm. it. And yeah. that's it. And everything else is yeah. in there. And it's not even like they totally took them out so much as they kind of glossed over yeah. them mm-hmm. in, a, right. in a way. Like, especially didn't get as deep into as you say, like, Madoka and her family. They yeah. kind of cut down on some of those yeah. conversations. It makes it a lot less sad when, at the end, you're like, oh, they probably never really actually talked in the series. They talk a lot and they have <laughs> they, this whole dramatic right. drawn do. out thing. They do. Wait, were there a lot of differences when, I mean, did they have you redub anything? Like, did you have to come and do different work for um for the movies we tried to have as much new material as we could yeah. but we didn't do too many as we call it pulls which basically is if it's already been a line that's been done sometimes if need be we'll pull it from a previous episode or you know right, an right. episode into a movie right. sometimes we'll do that but for this we wanted to do as much uh, original material as we could so yeah. and nice. when I watched the movies because I haven't seen them in a while I remembered oh that's a totally different read from what I did in the in series, the series. Okay. so oh. yeah so they did bring us back for a lot of new uh, I was going to say, that's really interesting, because I know in the Japanese version, they also redid some of the dialogue. Yeah. But I have a feeling you guys probably actually redid more, mm-hmm. because in Japan, it's like, okay, so here we have this material. It's all done. It's already in Japanese. Yeah. Right, yeah. We're going to cut together what we want, and hey, let's tweak this scene a little bit and bring the voice actors back in. Yeah. But you guys, I, I feel like it's very different mm-hmm. coming to the U.S., because it's like, all right, so they cut and pasted yeah. and added some new dialogue, 
Right. But you can't just... They, they, it actually would be more work for them to try to find those right. scenes in the English language version and yeah. kind of Frankenstein it together. Yeah, yeah, I mean, and I love that term, Frankenstein it together. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, that's it, what it is. Recording, <laughs> recording the movies was actually a lot of fun because it is it is a recap of the series. But, yeah. but one thing that I noticed is that in a lot more... I'm sorry, I can speak English. Um, <laughs> in a couple of scenes, there are, they're a bit extended, as you said, but there's yeah. new animations style yes. to it. Like, the it's a lot more visual. Amazing. It's beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. It has a very cinematic feel because there's a yeah. lot of, like, fight scenes, which, for the most part, it's very accurate to the original series, right. which, again, is like, okay, so we're not, you're not missing anything <laughs> no, by watching these anything. movies. This yeah. isn't like the Gurren Lagann movie where they just kind of, like, so the Gurren Lagann has movies Usually, a lot of anime series get movies, right. yeah. and that's either a totally different story, or exactly. it's just like they, they pare yeah. it down so right. much. Like it's those, like those totally one-offs creature. that have nothing to do right. with the well, actual yeah. whatsoever. <laughs> we've, we've had so many of those on this show. Exactly. Yeah. No, that's Rebellion. Yeah. 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 And so, but so like going into watching these Madoka OVAs, you sort of expect them to be more reminiscent of right. things like you know, like the Escaflone movie, mm. or like Adolescence of Utena, which are like. Retellings of the series I in 90 minutes. Do not even bring up the Utena movie to me. That is a whole different. I, I, I can't even. Cars. Oh, Cars. But the character designs are so good. No, they're beautiful. But I'm still really confused by it. <laughs> so, just to dive uh, into this movie a little bit, it is, of course, primarily a magical girl or Maho Shoujo film. Uh, and, of course, it's got elements of fantasy and uh, a little bit of horror as well. Yeah. Oh, yeah. My favorite part. My yeah. favorite. Yeah. yeah. Um, one thing I was happy to see. Yeah, Madoka's Jonathan and I are horror movie fans. Absolutely. Like horror yeah. fans so that's why general, we're both in black. So. Absolutely. Because you're goss forever. <laughs> and I understand. Yeah. Well, especially with my newly like dyed hair, I do look like I'm a goss. <laughs> <laughs> I was you know going what? for Rocky. Angel Dust, man. Angel Dust from Deadpool, which Jonathan can appreciate. Uh, yes. Yes. So, yes. yeah. I, 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 I didn't realize it. that you guys were a pair. I wish I brought my Deadpool something for another. I know. I just brought my sweater vest. Though. I just got a really cool Deadpool shirt in my last loot crate, too. I totally should have worn it. Uh, yes, but it was produced by uh, Aniplex and Shaft, directed by Akiyuki Shinbo, who also directed the series, uh, which was in, also written by the same guy who wrote the movie, uh, Gen Urobuchi, who also wrote Psychopaths and Fate Slash Zero, amongst a number of things. Now, Madoka's actually an interesting... Uh, series unto itself because it's not based on a manga. It was just an original story. Right. Uh, and then when they did these film adaptations of Madoka's, when they did actually start releasing some manga, and there's a whole bunch of like manga side stories and drama oh, CDs. The, the world and... of of like Madoka Magica is like so interesting when yeah. you see all the off branches. Yeah, it just has like. It has like this Star Wars expanded universe type idea behind it. <laughs> yeah. And so now there are all these like different chunks of stories that are right. sometimes they're just like nice, what you would expect magic mm. movies. And right, some are right. just super dark. Right. Like ridiculous Maho Shoujo wars and stuff. And they're like assassinating. But I guess it lends other. itself to that because, like you said, it, it's an original piece. Yeah. It's not it that is. out of a manga. Yeah. It's, it was made for the anime. Mm -hmm. So yep. that's kind of cool. Yeah, that's it was. It, that's different. Yeah, and just sparked this whole additional uh, expanded universe, like you say, Max. Very, very very reminiscent of Star Wars in some ways. Uh, it was released on October 13th, 2012. That's when Beginnings was in theaters. And on October 26, 2013, the following year, is when Eternal came out. And it was screened in select locations in the United States. Select. I'm sad I Including I the downtown independent in Los Angeles. Oh, yeah. That became like a totally... Thing. Like, that's like the anime movie spot. Oh, yeah. We were it there is. for Boy and Beast. Yeah. 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 I saw the Naruto yeah. movies there. Did you yeah. see Redline there? I didn't see Redline there. Oh. That, was, that was, once again, yeah. like, totally before I knew that was even on my right. radar. I yeah. love it, so, though. Yeah, I love that it's, it's now officially it. the place for anime movies to yeah. premiere. Yeah. I love And it's a great theater, too. It is. Yeah. No, it's, it's, super a, smart. it's a great yeah. space. Yeah. It's super fun. Yeah. I saw the Naruto, the last movie. I saw uh, the Bolt movie, and I saw the Love Live movie <laughs> there. So. Oh, yes. oh man! So yeah, it was a good oh, experience man. over that there. That is so great. Uh, so just to really sort of summarize what uh, Madoka is about, basically, uh, in the beginning of the story. Madoka Kaname and her buddy Sayaka Miki, uh, they meet this creature called Kyubei, uh, who is a, basically a... Who's the devil? A, a devil. It's the devil. the devil. Just so you know. In like okay. a teddy bear form. It's the most adorable Satan you'll ever <laughs> see in your life. Dear yeah. Lord. Totally, totally turns the I mascot character. I just love the look on your face, Emma, when you're just like Kyubei, who is this... 
You don't even know how to describe no. it. No, <laughs> he's like he's basically like a sociopath <laughs> in yeah. like a cat's body. Yep. Well, you know, yeah. if, if you were to ask, uh, you know, Cassandra Lee Morris, who is the voice of Cuba, yeah. if you were to ask her, she has a very interesting perspective <gasps> and point of view on it. it. Well, because she she like a lot of other people, some people view Cuba as evil. They mm. do yeah. view him as evil, but how she views it as. He's just a guy doing his job. Yeah, he, he doesn't. He doesn't an, know yeah. wrong. You said from it right, best. I felt you know? a sociopath. Yeah. You even right. said that there's they don't experience that they don't experience they don't emotion. Yeah. Right. They're, they're empathy. Right. Like you said, so he's yeah. doing his job most to the most efficient manner that yeah. he possibly yeah. can. Yeah. Yep. Right. Yeah. No. Definitely. Which I, is also evil. I, I mean, <laughs> from our perspective and from our heroine's perspective, yeah. certainly uh, a little on the evil side. <laughs> uh, so they end up in a witch labyrinth. They get rescued by Mommy Tomoe, who is a magical girl. Mm-hmm. Around the same time, this new transfer. First student comes in, uh, Homura Akemi, and she clearly like has some issues with Kyube, uh, which we later find out are for a very good reason. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, eventually, uh, mommy uh, perishes. Spoilers, uh, if you guys, <gasps> I'm gonna say this: if you guys have not, oh, that's done, a nice way to put it. Perishes. Yeah, if you guys have oh, not, she uh, perishes. She if you haven't seen Madoka. Oh, uh, stop watching, don't listen to this. Basically, uh, you want to watch Monica. It's, it's we so would, good. We would much rather you guys stop watching this right now <laughs> and start watching Madoka. Like, that's how much we can bet. Oh, I'm that sorry, guys. It looks like all of our viewership just stopped. Pull everything down. Shut everything down. <laughs> uh, yeah, and uh, and then once uh, Mommy goes away is when uh, Kyoko Sakura shows up, basically, to kind of take up Mommy's beat in this part of the yeah. city. Pretty much, yeah. Because all the magical girls kind of have their own little areas. Little they're turf. Um, yeah, they're turf. Yeah. Exactly. So let's get into a, a little bit of a discussion of the uh, magical girl genre. Max, you want to uh, take that away? All right. Yes. Take all it right. away, Max. Take away the magical so, girls genre. Uh, as you guys can tell, magical girls is this kind of genre that has permeated itself in the history of anime. Right. You know? Yeah. Sailor Moon, Card Captain Sakura, the two being the biggest you know, examples of yeah. magical girls oh, yeah. anime. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the discussion is, what makes a magical girl anime? And and this is a discussion because I don't I don't necessarily feel like there's tropes. one huge tropes. Tropes. <laughs> tropes. tropes. Everything is a trope. Yeah. Absolutely. I think what I think what can possibly make a magical girl anime is uh, there has to be some sort of dramatic conflict. Yeah. yeah. That, you know, like most of the time in magical girl shows, uh, the magical girls are of the teenage age. You yes, know? You For and, sure. and so because at that point, you know, teenagers they go through the most horrible things in the world: hormones, mm-hmm. relationships, depression. You know, all yeah. of that stuff. And on top of that, transformations. Yeah. So transformations. Transformations. transformations is number well, one. Right. And Lauren, you bring up a good point too about the dramatic conflict, which is very much at the center of this and is the reason why Cubay, yeah. who we find out is an incubator, yes. whose job which it basically is. Which is the grossest is, name to be yeah, near right? like but, adolescent prepubescent <laughs> girls, by yeah. the way, the incubator. <laughs> Yeah. So you I just, just took to... it to a whole. Hey, this movie area. is super dark, all right? I'm gonna take it. To I had that exact degree. same thought when, um, when oh gosh, who is it? Uh, um, my, oh, hey, hey, no, it's, no, it's uh, Hamora. Hamora says, Hamora, Hamora says, you know, says, I know your real name, Incubator. incubator. And I, literally, I was watching it. Went, Ew! Ew. <laughs> I was yeah. like, it's gross. Uh, but it, it kind of, you know, so this. I think even though it is a magical girl fantasy shoujo horror, it's also a sci-fi because it is sci-fi. You yeah. know the the idea behind you know Kyubei's deeds is the fact that oh. they're trying to protect the universe mm-hmm. from uh, entropy, which right. in this yeah. universe is the loss of energy. So, in you know theoretical theoretical physics, mm-hmm. energy cannot be destroyed or created. It mm-hmm. only just transfers into a different thing. But right. in this universe, mm-hmm. it does just kind of dissipate. And so, uh, I don't know why it's always magical girls. <laughs> it's yeah. like the magical girl power, but yeah. basically, they have to use the magical girls' energy as magical girls oh. to, I guess, create energy. Well, I have this wonderful note about that, because okay. when QB uh, talks about the type of energy that they need, and they're looking for the most efficient person to give it. They right. say specifically, you know, this age group, teenagers, and specifically girls. So, yes. I mean, I think I even wrote it down, puberty saves the universe. Yeah. It's puberty. True, they're though. looking puberty for energy. female pu- going through puberty. Well, it's true puberty because saves the world. that is an incredibly, for most young girls, that is an incredibly emotional time. Mm-hmm. So they're vulnerable to all that stuff. Yeah. You know, yes. it's basically like, come and get me, man. And, so. and specifically, <laughs> it's true. In, 
in terms of Monica. That's an interesting way to put it. In, in terms of Monica, the, the idea is that that emotion, that really raw, just out there vulnerable emotion, Absolutely. generates the most amount of energy, yes. which right. is why they're on this planet putting yeah. these girls through well, all this torment. Which I guess <laughs> kind of makes sense in that kind of, the like, okay, it's a very emotional time. There's a lot of things going on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, I'm always like, so you had the whole of the universe, like, just every single place, because you're, like, a part of this intergalactic, like, Congress or yeah. whatever, and you pick adolescent girls? Like, yeah. that's just... That's I'm telling you, man, I, adolescent yeah. girls, yeah. they go through the worst yeah. crap. Yeah, yeah. So. it's true. It's true. Karina says short skirts save the universe. Frequently. Karina knows what she's talking about. So, <laughs> so and I, I would say one thing that's always in a shoujo is the contract with a familiar. Yes. Yeah. Like, or the agreement cute, with the familiar. Cute, like, a mascot yeah. character. Mascot. Right. Yeah. yeah, and there's always some sort of contract agreement. Luna, you know, and, and Serena have like this, you know, and then yeah, this one they very yeah, much you make said the Serena. contract. Mm. Yeah. Oh, I know. I'm very much, yeah, I'm very much of the, the, the American version. I, I mean, know. I know. Yeah, I'm I know. sorry. Don't Get you that mean out the, of here. The uh, Canadian version. What's yes, that about? Yes, the Canadian. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's move on, eh? Yes. Let's, uh, let's let's move on. So, Jonathan, I want to ask you this: since yeah. you had not seen the series, Please. yes. Getting into the movies, did you know what you were getting into? No. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> no. Now, and, and this was this was important because the first almost three quarters of the movie, mm-hmm. I did not like. Right. I was I was just thinking, oh, another you know magical girl Having thing. That's the I'm not really yeah. into it. And it, it was very kind of fluffy, mm-hmm. like the first yeah. like half three quarters, mm-hmm. and then it gets dark. Mm-hmm. Well, I should say then like mommy dies, and I was like, ooh, okay. Yeah. And then it gets in a starts, very gruesome way. Yeah. yeah. That thing just hump. But it, uh, I felt it was really telegraphed for me. I don't know how it was I, in the show. Yeah. Um, in the show may, may have been different. It, but mommy, right before she dies, says has this whole thing that she says to Monica, where she's like, oh, we're gonna be partners. Finally, I won't be alone anymore. And I was like, oh, she's dead. That, that, she's that dead. does happen, and that was definitely a death flag. I feel like right. in the series, it's a little bit more drawn out. because you also. I like, agree with you. Yeah. Right. Um, so in the series, the, they, they totally throw you, because the series has this really cute, like, magical girl opening. And mm. for the first two episodes, it's this really, like schmaltzy shoujo closing it's song. Very yeah. Yeah. The whole thing is it's like it doesn't have that intro that it plays every single time. Yeah. And the intro right. is like straight up just normal magical cutesy girl. magical yeah. girl. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So every time you watch it you're like oh I am unassuming right yeah. now. So like this movie <laughs> they set you up the same way. Oh, they Basically. totally. Okay. And, I, and I think that the series I, I would agree with you it does a slightly better job uh, throwing you for a loop yeah. because again you're, you're seeing that really saccharine intro every single right. time. Yeah. Right. And then at the end of episode three, mommy gets her head bitten off, yeah. and the ending music <laughs> changes, and you're like, "Oh, Ooh. this is like it's, we're in for it's, it." Yeah. It's literally instantaneous tone change. Like oh, everything absolutely. is always going fine for everyone. Everyone's just having a great freaking time, just <laughs> saving the world or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then, like, once that point hits, then it snowballs so hard. Yeah. Well, that's, and that's then they what's amazing about this yeah. show. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, spoilers! No, no, no. If you don't know that by now, then you're way behind. Yeah, come on, yeah. guys. Um, yeah, no, it's that's, that's what most most people that I've spoken to, the audience of Madoka, whether it's men and women, and, and this actually reaches out to a very large male audience oh, yeah. as well. Oh, yeah. uh, they usually tell me, like, I thought it was going to be, you know, a couple girls just being nice to each other being friends and it was going to be all fluffy as you called it and then no. No. It's basically it's to me it's basically a darker Terminator 2. (laughs) 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 I don't know if you can get I don't know if you can get darker than Terminator 2. But it kind of does. It, it explores some similar themes yeah. to uh, Terminator 2. Well, since we we already touched on Mommy a little bit, let's just talk a little bit more uh, about her as a character. So right. she's she's definitely like the big sister mentor kind yes. of type. And she's the, you know, the first magical girl that Madoka and Sayaka encounter who's like nice to them because right. Homura yeah. is very, very cold, very distant. Right. Because um, she's the Terminator. She's, it's, it's she's the, the Terminator, way, the way yeah. to think of it is mm-hmm. Mommy is very pro-magical girl, mm-hmm. whereas Homura seems to be kind of anti-magical yeah. girl. I mean, not that she's against being a magical right. girl, it's, but Mommy looks more of it as a, this is my duty. Right. You know? My gift. Exactly. But, she, yeah. but Mommy also has a good sense of like, this is my destiny. Yeah. yeah. Madoka, Sayaka, you guys 
don't have to right. do this. Yes. You know, yeah. she never encourages them no. to make the choice to become magical girls yeah. because she knows how dangerous and lonely it is. And right. the thing about Mommy is she is very good and she believes in good and she believes in justice and she fights for the greater good but doesn't really get any return on it whatsoever. No. Right. Which it seems to be a theme. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, she, Mommy is the one character who's like, I'm trying to save people and make yep. the world a better place. Right. And all the other magical girls are like, screw that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We're down for just getting what we want. My, right. You wish for yourself, right. take care of yourself, F everyone else, let let the, the familiars eat people so they mm-hmm. can become witches so we yeah. can kill them and get our just desserts. Yep, right. Like, except for mommy. She's that one character. And, and it seems that every good wish, every time you wish something good, mm-hmm. it just turns out bad. Yeah. It just yeah, turns it has, out evil. You know, the line is it something does. along, it's like, very despairing. With, with as much hope, there's a equal measure of despair. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, that's the concept that kind well, of runs through this whole movie. And, and mommy's, which is the energy, I guess. And mommy's mm-hmm. character is also built on this girl who didn't have a choice when right. she made her wish. Yeah. Right. Which you they know, don't address in the movie I know, movie they at didn't all. address that in the movie at all, because which I thought was so weird. Her backstory basically is, and it's, well, I that, that was the big thing you said they cut out, is the backstory of her. For her. her. Mm-hmm. And yeah. the whole thing is, her death even has even more of an impact in the series because the way that she made her wish is because she was in a car accident and so she basically wished uh, that she well, she did, basically didn't want to die yeah. from the car accident. She didn't accident. have a choice. And wow. so she just had to be a magical girl. Mm-hmm. So that in her, that's why she's kind of given up this idea. Like, she should already, I should already be dead. But now I have a second chance. And here's my, like, sort of redemption. Right. That's really good. Yeah. Yeah. That's a yeah. good story. And, you know, I, I, know, left that. I know yeah. of a lot of people that have started watching this show. And after Mommy dies, they can't continue. Yeah. Because so even though she's in, like, she's maybe three episodes. Mm-hmm. I love Three Mommy. episodes. People get attached to her uh-huh. because yeah. she's this lovable character. Oh, yeah. And the moment that they take that character away, it goes all Game of Thrones on you. Yeah. You know, they just are like, nope, I'm done. Yeah. I, you took away this character that I got really attached to, yeah. that I really started to love. What is wrong with you? And so a lot of people and are her like, powers hey. are the coolest too. I was about to say, she's, yeah. I mean, I'm, she's like, straight, I'm all about the guns. She's running gun, man. Yeah. She is just, yeah. and I love when she like drops down with like 40, Four, yeah. like, and they're like old school musket type yep. guns. So and she literally is like, picks up, boom, one uh, shot, throw, yep. one shot, throw. Yep. Very cool. And she's then, pretty uh, awesome. The animation's yeah. so cool. Yep. <laughs> I mean, you know the thing, why dudes love it so much is because there's so much it's so action-packed. It's it not, is, It's yeah. not just, like, heart beams and love powers Mm-mm. and, like, glitter eye laser beams or whatever. It is, like, <laughs> some really right. super good action. And in the movie, I feel like they ramp it up a little bit more. By I having agree. The, a crisper animation, mm-hmm. but also they have a lot more dramatic angles, which yep. it's very, it makes it more cinematic, which yeah. I noticed. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Yeah, yeah the, f- the fight scenes are definitely amped up a little uh, mm. in the, uh, in the films. So good. Uh, so on the polar opposite end of the spectrum, from Mommy is uh, Sakura, uh, Kyoko Sakura, who uh, has the saddest backstory ever. Oh, my God. Ever. So she, she basically shows up, and she's, like, really abrasive mm-hmm. and just super self-centered. You assume that she's the villain at first. Yeah, you yeah. totally do. At first, you assume that she's the villain, and I totally got that vibe she's, as well. Yeah. yeah, she's supposed to kind of be, like, the rival character for, yeah, you know, like yeah. The, the kind well, certainly of, for the, the bad oh, yeah. girl or whatever. Right, yeah. You know, oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, but the fact of the matter is, is the reason she is the way she is is because she used to be a really good selfless, yeah. mm-hmm. giving kind of person, and it right. totally backfired Totally backfired. Yeah. Worst, Which, in so the worst They way. cover this in Eternal, really. This is where you get to see it at the beginning. The first yeah. third of Eternal is just her story. Yeah. And to me, of these two films, that was my favorite part. I know. Absolutely. Because oh. oh, wow. they've built up this character this one way, and then they throw, they, and they really just throw you in so you, you get to see her entire yeah. experience. Mm-hmm. And it left me at first going, wait, but what happened to the story? Mm-hmm. And then when you see the sort of the repetition of like she's basically going through a, a life, you know, mm-hmm. trying to save Monica, right. and then right. when she fails, she goes back in time and tries it again. And you you're just talking see about we're talking about Homura. We're talking about we're talking about we're talking about the red haired one. <laughs> we're talking about Lauren Landis' character. <laughs> yep. We are talking about yeah. Lauren's character right now. She <laughs> he's new. It's totally fine. He's so there's new. characters in this thing. <laughs> uh, it's fine. My favorite character. 
<laughs> well, I'm going to come back to this yeah, is what's going to happen. So we had... Uh, oh, dear Lord. So we talked about Madoka uh, on an episode of my Sailor Moon podcast because we like to cover like other Magical Girl series Fair also. Enough. And we had um, Christine on who does the voice of Madoka right. and she said that when she saw the like character designs for Madoka, she really wanted to be Kyoko. Oh, really? Yeah. When I auditioned for for the characters, because I, I think I think I auditioned for all the girls, including, Q, well, Kyubei's a boy, excuse me. All and, the girls. And, and also sort of an Kyubei. Is it? Um, the two characters that I absolutely loved were Kyoko and Homura. Mm-hmm. So I said, Which I... Is I that's V. Yeah, Chris yes, V. Yes, yes. And, uh, and she rocks at it. Uh, so I wanted to be either yeah. or. And then I got the email saying, hey, you've been cast as Kyoko. I was like, yeah. You well, know, and, and all that. Because so. Kyoko, Kyoko basically so is, cool. she's like the result of somebody who was a very good and selfless kind of person because she made a, because basically her backstory is that she wished for her father who was like removed himself from this religious order and right. had some kind of crazy ideals and she saw how much she was struggling mm-hmm. and so when she was presented with the opportunity to make a wish yeah. she wished for him she made a wish yeah, for somebody, somebody yeah. else yes and because of that and because life basically came at her and slapped her in the face yep. for that she has now become as you said this abrasive person super jaded very yes. bitter yes. you know and she flipped the script she yeah. totally did and that's where the whole relationship between her and Sayaka starts yep because that's exactly what happens with Sayaka that's exactly what happens yeah. with Sayaka yeah. there's Ugh. so many parallels between these two characters because right. Right. um cuz Sayaka Miki uh who is you know Monica's longtime friend, friend. Right. and, and yeah. you know yeah and we're introduced that's to the, when you two which, of them right there, at the beginning yeah that first movie is really her movie is yeah. Sayaka's yeah. movie oh it totally yeah. is yeah. It's yeah. A if, you, if you think about it Sayaka is kind of like Madoka what Madoka would have been you know that's right. kind of like yeah. what they're kind of trying to show mm. that what so if it was the opposite like Sayaka wasn't the one that made the choice and then you know Madoka was the one that became a magical girl or whatever you know so there, right. it, it's like if they both were magical girls automatically there would be no story yeah. you know because mm-hmm. Ma- Madoka has yeah. to see all the I stuff I will say this though I don't know if it, it's like this in the show I was talking with uh, Amanda about this Amanda Miller and she mm-hmm. was and I don't I don't know if it was like this that the movie's Madoka never becomes a magical that's girl. That's correct. Yeah, that's, that's like that in the show too. Yeah, yeah. I mean yeah. The, the point of of uh of both Madoka and Sayaka to to a certain degree is they're sort of waffling about like, yeah. well, what would I wish for? I don't really want anything for myself. Right. And Sayaka, much like Kyoko made a wish for somebody else, ends up making a wish for someone else, for right. Kyoko. Mm-hmm. Um, this boy who she's in love with who plays the violin and But who, he's been paralyzed. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Or not paralyzed, but his, his, his hand hands have been injured. Yeah. Or, right. Yeah. And, and it has a similar result, of course, as Kyoko. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, except that with Sayaka, we discover a very important plot point so basically, the thing with the magical girls is it is their job to hunt witches. Yes. Right. So basically, like, witch labyrinths will pop up. And, and we see a little bit that, like, it does affect what's going on in the real world. And, yeah. world, and certainly, we're gearing up for the arrival of... It makes uh, people super suicidal. Valpurgis knocked. Do not even remind me of that. Valpurgis knocked. And I... I have a love-hate <laughs> relationship with that with that name. I yeah. just Valpurgisnacht. They, they definitely do not pronounce it like that in the Japanese. In the series, in the series, actually, Knights or something. In the yeah, series, actually, Christina V actually has an amazing blooper with that. <laughs> and instead of Valpur, I'm gonna screw this up. Instead of Valpurgisnacht, it's the Wiener Schnitzel. You know, a <laughs> witch called the Wiener Schnitzel would oh, come, no. and I'm like that. But that's, that's pretty much it. I would it. love. No. I would love if you could just replace all that with Wiener schnitzel. Because <laughs> that would be the greatest Madoka ever, really. That's so similar to like Nanoha. We had like all these like German names yep, in Nanoha. Did, yeah. 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 For some reason, German stuff is like a thing with yeah. magical girl animes. I yeah, don't know yeah. why, definitely why it is. is. It just definitely is. is like that. Uh, yeah, but basically, so, uh, you know, Sayaka, in the process of battling, they find out that like, okay, two, two big things. Their soul gems contain their actual souls. Yes. Because they use their soul gems to transform, and that harnesses their power. And basically, mm-hmm. they have to defeat witches and get their grief seeds to yeah. purify their soul gems. Well, their soul gems are their actual souls. Yes. Yep. Now, and they got way bent out of shape about that. And I was well, like, dude, I'm not, why are you so bent out of shape? Well, okay, well, I that's mean, because they're, perspective on it they're too. young, I emotional mean, girls. So okay, that's yeah. a good point. Okay, okay. Yeah, I mean, because, because Sayaka, basically, upon this being revealed to her, is like, I can never be with Kyosuke because I'm based like this body is basically a zombie. Yeah. Like I doesn't I'm which, not a person. Which to, to well, personally 
you know, I feel like that's just technicality. That's just like I kind agree. of a way to see. But maybe that's because we're just cold calculating dudes. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's you know you do make a good point. Well, yeah. essentially, yeah. when a magical girl forms a contract with Cube, they are basically signing away their soul. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, like the devil. Exactly, like the, de- like the devil. Yes. Yeah. So, and you know, their souls go into the soul gems, and if the soul gem is, I don't remember the it's distance. It's broken, or it's like ten, a hundred meters. A hundred meters from away from them, they will fall over dead because yeah. essentially there's nothing keeping their body alive at that point. Right. Mm-hmm. To, in, in my, like, why have it, like, a outside form? Like, you know, just, like, keep it on your person, like, yeah. put it on your, like, your chest. Like, right. Kyoko has it on her chest. Yeah. yeah. That because totally makes smart. sense to yeah. me. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, okay, so it's, like, just kind of have, like, an outside heart. You yeah. have magical powers. There you go. Be fine. But yeah. the other big reveal in this moment uh, it, during Sayaka's story is that the witches that they are fighting used to be magical girls. Very cool. Uh, te- nice twist. There's I like some. it. Yeah. There's, well, there's two. There's two versions of it. It's the that there are some that become that, and then some that are just created through malice. Of Correct. Yes. Yes. Right. yes. Of course. That's like the familiars eating four people or yeah. something like mm-hmm. that. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay. And and Cube, uh, like this is so sinister of Cube because he still has that face, you know. But mm-hmm. like he has those dead eyes, which I love. Um, but <laughs> but at the same time, you just want to cuddle him. Yeah, it's so <laughs> weird. Uh, really but he basically says, you know, oh, what is what is a witch? Mm-hmm. You know, a witch is just an adult version of a magical girl. I know. And you're like, oh, wordplay, well, sinister. Yeah, because I mean that that is definitely a theme that is explored in Madoka that that I think we see reflected in the real world that a lot of traits that we value in little girls like. Oh, you know, you're so smart, you're so pretty. Like, all of a sudden, when you possess those qualities as an adult woman, you are suddenly threatening. Yeah. Right. yeah. You're calculating, mm-hmm. manipulative. Mm-hmm. Yep, and you use you your, your beauty for your personal gain. Uh, yeah. It's just... Wait, and it, oh boy, they really set that off. It was really interesting uh, right off the bat with the mother talking to Madoka. She's yeah. like, you know, girls need to look pretty. You know, that's yeah. like, even if you don't have a boyfriend, you give yourself the, you know, the appearance of, like, yeah. those kind of things. I was like, damn. Yeah, you make. <laughs> You make people think you got Harsh. secret admirers. That's it. I was yeah. like, oh, geez. So I was yeah. like, is that how it no, works? No, the, the, uh, there's a lot of really great interaction with her mom in the series oh, that yeah. isn't really in the film. Because um, her mom is her mom is like a business lady. Like she's like right. a super hardcore like Japanese company. And her dad is a stay-at-home lady. dad. I yeah. know. And they've completely Very switched roles. And yeah. I, I love it. You don't get a lot of that in the, in the film. Yeah. Yeah, sure. yeah. No, that, that was the biggest thing that was missing was her relationship with her family, which was really, really cute in the series. Um, That's what also makes it like really heartbreaking towards the end. Like yeah. way more heartbreaking. Yeah, I totally. Uh, than I would, I personally think the movies. Uh, yeah, I, um, I agree with you. And they definitely touch upon that in the series ending, which they don't really do that much in the movie. It's, yeah. You know, so yeah. it's kind of a but, uh, give and take, unfortunately. But uh, 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 Sayaka's story is uh, <laughs> it's still good, just uh, as tragic. Yeah, it's really bad. It's, but that's the most compelling thing about that first movie is Sayaka's story. Such such a good story. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, so basically, um, so Sayaka's story is uh, it's uh, based sort of on um, Hans Christian Andersen's fairy tale of The Little Mermaid, where basically it's like Sayaka uses her wish for this guy who she's in love with. Mm. He doesn't necessarily reciprocate her feelings, but there's nothing evil or wrong about that. He just doesn't. It's he just human. Doesn't know. Yeah. yeah, it's just it's part of the you know, yeah, just part yeah. of the it's part of the teenage yep. process. Yep. You know, it's just you like somebody and, and they don't like you in return. Yeah, and, you yeah. know, it's the it's the original form of rejection. Yep. And much, props so. out to uh, Hitomi going girl code. I guess I didn't know. I mean, we have bro oh, code, but yeah. girl code. Where oh, she yeah. sits like down and is like, hey, bro. so you know, I like him. <laughs> yep. And you've yeah. been dragging your feet. You've got 24 hours mm-hmm. to say something, make a move, and then I'm going in. Right. And and it props out to Shelby Lindley for the voice of the <laughs> there you go. To, to also be fair, like I feel like this was bad timing the movie. Because yeah. if every if she had enough time to process a lot of stuff and mm-hmm. be like able to be okay with everything, mm-hmm. it wouldn't have played out that way, really. Mm-hmm. She probably could have got guidance from uh, uh, Kyoko. She could have just been, like, okay and realized that she's still technically a human yeah, being. Yeah, right. And every, and, but it was just, like, she became a magical girl, and Kyoko was a dick to her. And then she found out that, like, she's a zombie person. And then, <laughs> and then she comes over and she's like, uh, I'm going to... Confess to the guy that you've loved forever, and you basically sacrifice your life for it. The downward spiral went fast. Sayaka goes through a lot of crap. She does. And one thing that, a question that I get at a lot when I do a lot of Madoka panels at conventions is who do you think has the more depressing storyline? 
And I honestly don't know which to answer because they all, I mean, except yeah. for Madoka. Yeah. Madoka really has, I mean, in this current timeline, time yeah. she she has a nice life. She's very close with her family. Yeah. Sayaka, you know, she likes a guy. He rejects, not not she like doesn't even, I know. Yeah. But like, you know, but like, she can't, she, she doesn't even have the hope to try. Right. Like, that is correct. the worst yeah. thing because at this point, Kyubei has just crushed her yeah. at being yeah. a magical girl. Yeah. And, yeah. and it's unfortunate because of the other timelines, you kind of start seeing that like, Oh, there's other timelines, which we'll get to. Which when you we'll get, get to, to. Oh, yeah. Right. Well, I just want just one last thing uh, to talk about with Saiga before we get into Homura and all the uh, ultra alternate timelines. Which I know timelines. Jonathan is so excited. I'm so excited. So excited. <laughs> it's my favorite part. Um, but but basically, Saika, because exactly like she didn't even have any hope at all that right. things were going to work out between herself and Kyosuke. Yeah. So she falls into this very deep despair, as you say. It's like a series of badly timed, unfortunate events, yeah. Yeah, and she tur- and she turns into a witch. Yeah. Uh, Octavia. Von Seckendorf again with the German, uh, and <laughs> and, and, and uh, if you will notice that witch does indeed have a mermaid tail as indeed. a sort of nod oh, to that. Oh yeah, oh, I didn't notice uh, that. Mermaid fairy tale. Oh. Yeah, the first time the first time I noticed that was Good maybe God. my second time watching the series, and I, I just could rush to my soul. <laughs> I was just like, oh, I guess it's a fish, oh. but it's more of a knight. It was like a knight fish. Yeah, and so that's what I just that's thought. That's a mermaid. But, but wow, yeah. that is that I, is super deep. That's a mix of a lot of creepy things. That's what that is. The yeah. witch's oh, art style is so okay. amazing. Yeah, you see it? You know, yeah. as far as Sayaka's storyline, what happens with her in the show, I think out of all the characters, a lot of people can relate with Sayaka the I most. Agree. Because we've all been, in, yeah. you know, in that position. Like, yeah. we like somebody, and then they don't like us in return. You know, at one point it's in our life. It's pretty soul-crushing. It's it very is. painful. Yeah. It's yeah. a very painful process to go through for it's, both men and women. Especially when you're, like, in that at that age. Like, yeah. I remember when I, I look back at my myself at that, and I'm like, Man, you were dumb. Yeah, you were real dumb. Yep. Like it's not really that big a deal, yep. but yeah. man, it felt it. Yep. So uh, Sayaka and Kyoko both die in one fell swoop because uh, Kyoko basically sacrifices herself yeah. to stay behind and, she, she and kill it for sure. uh, <laughs> Sayaka. And, and the Game of Thrones oh, continues, killing off the leading characters. The Game of Thrones continues. Yes, but moving on to uh, Homura, who Jonathan okay. already gave us a little Best uh, story. part yeah. of Homura. the movies. Now the part. <laughs> It's an Eternal. It's the first half-ish uh, of Eternal. It's awesome. So you get Homer, 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 Oh my gosh, I'm the worst of that. So yeah, so she, her power is time because um, because of the wish that she made. So now she's be able to travel back in time because the wish she made was to save Madoka. Yes. And so now she's constantly in this time rift where basically she's trying new things to save uh, Madoka and she keeps failing and failing and failing and failing. Every single time. Yes, yeah. and then you get to see her personality start to change and mm-hmm. develop. And so this character who you thought was one thing, you get to experience her entire story in this short uh, like time travel experience. It was like 40 Terminator movies. Yes. And, um, <laughs> and, it, it, was, and it, was, it was totally awesome. Awesome and totally like well done. Total Sarah Connor. Yeah. Total like, Sarah Connor. Because yeah, yeah in the, like in the first Terminator film, just like in the beginning of Homer's storyline, she's this sweet, very shy, timid girl who doesn't have any confidence whatsoever. Mm-hmm. And then slowly but surely, as she sees the horrors of you know her best friend yeah. dying, over she's and slowly over, again. over and over oh. again. And that's what I think. Again, another incredible, painful storyline yeah. because it's it's just I, depressing. I, I mean, the yeah. first time that so I good. saw this episode in the anime series where they explained Homura's backstory, it was like oh ugly, yeah. sobbing, yeah. like whole box of tissue. It was yeah. intense. It was. I do have one question about yes. it, though, and yes. this is a time travel question. So she's Indeed. gone through this um, time rift yeah, so, yeah. so many times. Well, it's, no, not even not even that she's gone through the time rift. She's created she's this created. time rift. She's created. Oh, yeah. She has time magic. We'll get to that. Yeah. So she goes through it over and over and over and over. So my thing is, does she not age then? Because that girl should be like 50 years old. Like, well, <laughs> Okay, so this only happens during months. So yeah. It, uh, from what so she's only a few like, months older. Yeah, they have okay. Imply that this has happened at least ten times. Yeah, like because okay. there's these yeah. numbers that come up in the beginning of the movie, and every time you see a time switch, oh, you see right. it goes, you see it go down by one. So basically, it's been almost a year of uh-huh. her doing this. Mm-hmm. Right, because. Uh, every time she goes back, she goes back a month because Walpurgis Nice always comes from that moment when she becomes a magical yeah. girl, and it starts in one month. Okay, so, that makes right. sense. Yeah. Okay, so she she 
you're right. She should have aged a little bit, but because she's kind of that age and, you know. Yeah, but and I, maybe time travel and all that. And time travel always yeah. throws things off, but I love yeah. what they did with this is that her time travel is actually created the power that Madoka is. Exactly. And yeah. the story itself is actually Homura, and that's it it, the yes. story is her. Right. Yeah. And so the first movie is Sayaka, and the second movie is really Homura. And, like, Madoka is just like this... Like, I mean, she's there. But Madoka ends up being, like, the grand device. Yeah. She becomes God. Yeah. She does. Yeah, exactly. She has been dubbed Godoka. Godoka. Yeah, Godoka. I will say this. Like, it's called, you know, Madoka Magica. But, like, I was talking with Amanda about this. And Amanda was like, you know, that should be called, like, you know, Madoka, that regular bitch. Because, like, she doesn't do anything. Well, I mean, the thing about Madoka is that... Because basically, when Homura shows up, she kind of has this conversation with Madoka, which really, like, resonates with me of, okay, do you like your life? Do you like your life the way that it is? And she's like, yeah, I have a good life. And she does. She has a really nice life. She's like, then don't do anything to change it. Basically, yeah, yeah. don't wish to become a magical girl because if you do, you're going to ruin your life. And you here, want here's know what all the solved, things. You want, you want to know what would have solved this whole problem? <laughs> Just like in every single time-traveling issue, if somebody had said, I come from the future. I know, I know what happens. Yeah. Listen to me. Yeah. I have some pretty good advice. Well, and of course, the other person would think that other person's insane. Yeah. But either way. You I know, mean, they, basically, yeah. the whole thing is Honestly. like every time she has said that <laughs> in the other previous timelines, people, have, they freak freaked out and mommy and there's this one part in the timeline mm-hmm. where she's like you shouldn't do this because you know she knows about the soul gems now right. and she oh. knows that they become witches because they see that Zyka becomes a witch right. and then mommy goes insane and starts killing everybody oh, that's right. yeah. and she kills Shioko that was so yeah. good and then Madoka has to kill mommy because she's gone crazy yeah. that was so good and, and so that's I, I think it's you know the idea that. of that all that hope makes so yep. much misery yeah. like that that just like a chain that like can never end with any of these girls yeah, yeah. i mean cuz basically you know in the madoka universe what we're dealing with is this very sort of sad system where you know you have witches that either were magical girls or that were generated you know by the general sort of angst of mm-hmm. humankind uh, and there's not there are no happy endings for magical yeah. girls. Yeah. They're, either, they're either going to get killed or they're going to end up becoming a witch. Which is that's a nice right. flip exactly. on, the, on the trope. Like you know, like you know, friendship saves the day. Here is like, no, you're all miserable yeah. and yeah. you're going to die unhappy. The best thing is it's <laughs> also like you will die friendship alone. Friendship is weakness. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Die alone. yeah, friendship yeah. is weakness. Fr- friendship this. is weakness in this uh, yes. for some reason mm-hmm. um, yeah. because they will always betray you, and that's that's a point that they they pound in every single time. Yeah, for the most part. Uh, But, fortunately, because Homura has traveled through time so many times and built up Madoka's potential, Madoka's wish is so powerful that she literally rewrites the fabric of the universe. Right, yeah. Which, I thought about it. Okay. and, And I've always thought about this. Why didn't she just wish for witches to be or witches to either one, well, they don't exist anymore for the right, most part. Right. But why did they not just make it so like all magical girls are just like good and they live afterwards? Like why did they always have because, to Because Because I think when you're under that kind of pressure, you don't really <laughs> think about it. <laughs> so, like, so you're like, she what, what's it through, the really? I don't know. And you're a teenage girl yeah. going yeah. through puberty because you're the essence of the universe. Right. Yeah. And so <laughs> if she can rewrite the fabric of time, why does why do they need this system of like entropy in general? Right. Like so that's that's one thing. I mean, if you're trying to explain it, they then let's say that is one of the universe's laws that you can't possibly it, you have to talk right. to yourself through it, but for right. the most part, I was like you could have done better, Madoka. Well, you know, it is interesting when you think about the wishes, you know, and people go, oh, I wish to survive, or I wish to that this boy right. survives, or I wish my right. dad could, you know, be a cult leader. I, like, <laughs> yeah. I wish he drinks the Kool-Aid. Like, and then you could really wish, yeah, use your imagination. She's like, I wish to be the god of the universe. Like, you could, I mean, that was essentially really wish the wish, no, but I mean, that, was, that was the outcome of it. But I'm like, well, gosh, you could wish anything. Yeah. Like, yeah. Use it. But use the, whole, it. the whole thing is, I think the reason that she became uh if I had to explain it away, because I did think about this a lot, because I love this series, um, is the fact that, like, because there is that balance of, if you make a wish, there's going to be a, a level of misery that yeah, happens. And yeah. so basically balance. what she did is she catch-22'd it. Right. So it's she like, did. If, if she's a witch, but she's like a god god girl now, and then she be, she creates a witch that is of 
equal power to her, she can cancel it out because that's the wish, uh-huh. you know? Yeah. And so it, in this kind of like catch-22 loop, in that way, she beat the system. Yeah, I love that yeah. the system's still at the end. We're like, all right, now we got wraiths. Yeah, just so <laughs> you know, like, yeah, yeah, no yeah, more like witches. Yeah. We got wraiths. Yeah, it's but they're really... all like magical girls. Like they're just like legit magical girls now that like I guess die if they have it. But which yeah. Yeah. yeah, they expend all their energy, which we which we see even right. in in the alternate Madoka timeline yeah. that she's now created. Yeah, like Sayaka still uses up her energy, but like it's this beautiful scene where she just like watches Kyosuke play a concert. It wow. honestly is one of the oldest tricks in the book. You, you know, if you make a wish. Be careful what you wish for. Yeah. Uh, paw, so consequences yeah. and yeah. all of that, and and you know, it's you just don't make up any contracts. Yeah. Just don't. Yeah. So, See, don't I, I just wanted to. I, <laughs> no, just for me, just with the ending with Madoka, it, it's like because this series is so sad and yeah. so dark. But then for me, this emotional payoff at the end, where Madoka like rewrites the fabric of the universe yeah. and 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 basically sacrifices herself so that. Magical girls can be sort of more regular magical yeah. girls. It was the, the most of it's so a very good. bittersweet ending. She, yeah. she becomes basically like a hope yeah. that yes. never existed. She yep. becomes hope, which yep. to me, I, I can totally live with. But, yep. you know, once again, could have done better, Madoka. Yeah. You know, she I did thought about say. it for like five more minutes. <laughs> yeah, I you know, did. Maybe wrote it down a little bit, like repeated it to yourself. But, <laughs> yeah, you know. My notes here is like is is one like go big or go home, and the other one <laughs> yeah. is is Madoka becomes Jesus. Yes, <laughs> like, uh, yeah. essentially. Uh, yeah. So yeah. so there's apparently this uh, this idea. Uh, it's a trope. It's called Krepsashian world. Krepsashian? Krepsasherin. Saccharin? You're killing me here. What it's, is that? It's Krepsasherin. It basically, it comes from, <laughs> it stems from the word Krepsak, of where it's like this world that looks super cute in the beginning, and then you yeah, realize it's a... Yeah, Krepsacharin. Like sweet, yeah. yeah. So wait, is that an actual I, word? Yeah, it, no, it's, it's, an, it's an internet made up trope okay. word. Oh, okay. Yeah. okay. But it, but it basically go, describes yeah. this world, yeah. you know? No, uh, I think yeah. that I think that's very accurate. Uh, so we are running low on time. So no! uh, very, very quickly, uh, what would you guys uh, rate these this these two films? Jonathan, starting with you. Uh, okay. Uh, oh, I want to bring up a favorite favorite moment also. Sure. Uh, when uh, Hamura straight caps oh, it's Homer, Kyuubi. Surprise. Homura, Homura straight caps him. <laughs> yeah. It's like yeah. she just bang bang bang. Oh, and then he dude. comes over and he eats his dead oh, body. Oh, he eats oh. his own body, dude. What a creep! He's the devil. Out every single uh, time. He's the yeah. devil. Uh, I'm gonna give it a. I'm gonna. I'm gonna give it a four. Okay. Okay. Um, really, that that first portion of the first movie was fantastic. I felt they were all over a little bit too long. Mm-hmm. I felt maybe if they're going to make these movies, cut it down some more. Yeah. So yeah. there were some plenty of times where I was like, okay, I'm really, I'm dragging. Like ten minutes felt like a long time, but then other times, thirty minutes felt like five minutes. So, yeah. um, okay. you know, I'll give it a four. Okay. I mean, it was one of the better magical girl things I've seen because I'm not a big fan of the magical. It's world. one of the best. Yeah. Um, well, being very familiar with this world, this universe, <laughs> yeah, I would hope uh, so. <laughs> I would hope so. Uh, you know, I I have a you know, it, it's very near dear to my heart because I, I've got you know I've grown to love the show I've grown to love the movies I absolutely love the characters and I love the fact that this reaches out to both uh, you know boys and girls yeah. I love that it's not I mean not that it would be bad if it was just for girls or not but no. you know just I love that it reaches out to everybody and I love uh, and I'm sure you can agree with me on this how again you expect it to be something else but it gets super dark yeah. very very early on love and I that. tend to like the darker themed uh, anime shows yeah. so mm-hmm. I would give it a five Perfect. Oh, a straight up five. Nice. Kobe. <laughs> so, uh, I have to give this, the movie, a four. Yeah. Because okay. I give the series a five. Yep. Uh, okay. I think even though it was pared down and I feel like the pacing is very good for trying to fit in everything into a movie, but I, I realize what Jonathan said is right. It, is, right. it does drag yep. a lot at, for a movie. Mm-hmm. And even I had a little bit of a hard time watching through it, expecting a movie-sized bite. Yep. Mm-hmm. Which then, if I'm going to have exactly all of that, then I just want more right. of that, so I would rather watch the, the series. series. Yeah. Yep. Uh, and also, I think as a literary kind of device, it is a very good, well-written story. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. and even though it's dark, it like examines a lot of tropes, and it examines sort of, you know, it just a, it's a very good, well-thought-out sci-fi that kind of Dwells into what humans, especially, you know, all the shit that, like, girls have to go through just in general. Yeah. So, you know, like, that, <laughs> that to me is a strong, solid piece. 
watch the series. You can watch the movie if you want, but trust me, you'll just, you'll have, there's just yeah. so many more feels in the series that yeah. you just, oh, they squeeze yep. it out in the end and yep. you're like, man, that that ending is an ending that will always be memorable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I one, I'm in 100% agreement with you, Max. Like, four for the movie, five for the series. Like, even though some of the reanimated battle scenes in the movie are awesome, right. it doesn't counterbalance what you miss out on yeah. by having just that extra hour of content. But to yeah. be fair, the series doesn't doesn't slump in the action. Oh no 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 either, no. So. no the, the series is the series is also really beautiful. It's uh, a little less polished, but this, the yeah. action in it is very super, great. Super great. Super great. Super great. Kind of badass. All right, awesome. Well, Lauren, thanks for uh, coming yep. on the show. <laughs> today. Oh, big big round of applause to Lauren who's Karen in Street Fighter Five. Yes. I appreciate it. So So many Street Fighters. Any uh, any other things, Lauren, that you want to uh, promote? You got any con yeah. appearances coming up oh, or anything? Gosh. When don't I have a convention? <laughs> um, let's see. Uh, March eleventh uh, to the thirteenth, I will be at Anime Milwaukee. Ooh. Um, and then after that, I will be at Permian Basin Comic Con. What? Oh, that's a mouthful. I I don't even know. Okay, um, well, there's a place called Permian awesome. Basin. Yes. yes, good to know that. And then uh, and then there's a lot of other convention appearances going on. But you can check out all those con appearances at uh, AnimeCons.com and just look under the guest name Lauren Landa. Um, but other than that, uh, yeah, Street Fighter Five's out. I'm so glad to be a part of that. Still yeah, recording so cool. uh, Sailor, Moon, Sailor Moon, which I'm yeah. very stoked about, so excited about. Um, and I think uh, I'm, I'm trying to remember honestly. If you like, have any other things man. you're allowed to talk about, I know. The is so, <laughs> but so the, full. the most recent thing is Street Fighter, yes. and I I was I just got back from a convention, and so many people were so excited, and they brought me things to sign, and I, I was like, it. yeah, I'm part of this franchise. That's awesome. But because yeah. she had has, she hasn't been in the game since Alpha. Yeah. yeah. So everybody's like super excited to her to make this return. She's That's awesome. Alpha? She was yeah. in Alpha. No, she was in like the third Alpha one. Yeah. Like the Alpha third installment. Yeah. 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 Oh, that's why. So she's yeah. making her, you know, return. Oh, yes. you know, and, and I'm awesome. very excited to be a part of it and incredibly grateful to be a part of it. Yay. So. Yay. Awesome. And thank you guys so much for having me on. Yeah. Here. Yeah. 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 You're well, guest. And thank you guys for letting me do the show that I'm Absolutely. not normally Which on. Which I love uh, your shirt, by the way. Oh, thank as you. I pointed my, out. Uh, my lovely Attack on Titan uh, baseball <laughs> tee, which is a level up item from Loot Crate. Plug, 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 plug. And who are you in Attack on Titan? Oh, I play Annie Leonhardt in Attack on Titan. So technically I'm not in the scout regiment, but I still love the shirt. Lauren's very busy and important. Jonathan, where can people find you on the internet? All right, you can find me at KaibaCat, at KaibaCat on all those social medias, and also watch us on Twitch. You can watch me playing Street Fighter V at Man Cave Gaming, M-A-N-K-A-V-E, Man Cave Gaming. Max. And you can find me at Super Ataku, Super Attack, the U at the end. And I'm Emma Fife. You can find me all over the internet at Emma Fife. You will not find me on the show again next week. They'll be back at their Sorry. usual time. Yeah, we have uh, <laughs> Yume, Yume, and Chubby Bunny. Michelle is, we they're will back. be back. They're and, back from uh, Japan. Yeah, Yay. and they're, they are a little brain dead right now, but... <laughs> We'll, we'll hear all about their trip yes. next week. It's like just, uh. Yeah, so it'll be back at the usual time Wednesdays at 8 o'clock. So you should watch because this is a great show and it was really fun to uh, be a part of. Thank you, everybody, for uh, watching tonight, everybody in the yes. live chat. And again, thank you to Lauren for joining us. Thanks and uh, and it was great there to be go. here. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Make it sound like a eulogy. From producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Spitek, and the entire Popcorn Talk Network, We would like to thank you for tuning in. For questions or comments, be sure to visit PopcornTalk.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of the Popcorn Talk Network or its owners or principals.